Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Russian Doll, Season 1, Episode 3, A Warm Body. I am Mr. Sal, a high school semester. Can we start over again, Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Russian Dolls, Season 1, Episode 3, A Warm Body. I am Mr. Hassel, a high school science teacher who is re-watching Russian Doll and loving it again. I am watching it with Kurt, my former student, who is watching it for the first time. Kurt, how are you, man? You know, every time you ask me the question of how am I, I think I do the same to you on Lost, and I never know how to reply to it. It's very, it's very, it's very, I, I, you think I would at this point, like have a response already. I, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, I, there, well. there's, I could just say, well, but there are three stock answers that are always reasonable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello there is one. No, no, it's not reasonable. No, you can't, you can't declare. Yeah. There's always a reasonable answer. And then just say an unreasonable one. Like now, <laughs> now whatever else you say, big grain of salt will go on. Biggest grain of salt you've ever seen. Good morning is okay. the second one. Yeah. Okay. And Razzle Freaking Dazzle is the third one. You know, this is this so. is Russian doll, not lost. I know, but those <laughs> those are just I know you're right. <laughs> okay. They're all lost references. <laughs> These are all lost here. references. And might I add, well, maybe one of them's a bit into season one, but the rest uh take some more time to see. One is in season two and then another's <laughs> in season three. So, That's right. <laughs> One each season. Very good. So I need to guess your rating, Kurt, uh, for this episode. So this episode, I I had kind of talked it up last week as having a really awesome ending. And I think that you love the ending. Uh, By the ending, I mean like the last 10 seconds. Uh, I had told you that uh, that was pretty spectacular. I think that you like that. I think that's probably enough on its own to make to make this your favorite episode so far of russian doll i don't know if you'd give it a a nine or another eight though so uh when we think about what happens in this episode i think it's a really gradual increase it's uh it increases very gradually you know it starts off kind of typical nadia in max's apartment shenanigans uh although they they quickly shift to this temple uh, and so Nadia interacting with the secretary of the temple, and then she brings John into it. You have the scene with John at, at her apartment. I think this is where it really starts to pick up well, with John in her apartment. And then the fallout from that, uh, which is her connecting with horse, this homeless man. Uh, and this, this gradual build of the episode, I think is pretty good. But I still probably think you're not quite to a nine on Russian doll yet. So I'm going to say you gave this an eight, but it's your favorite so far. So, before I before I reply with my answer, I just want to make sure. So you you have anticipated that you've introduced me to a show, and we are almost halfway through the show, and you are still expecting me to be giving it low ratings. I mean, eight isn't terribly low, especially not it's, if you look at our scale for you. Eight is like fantastic. Let's not talk about the scale. <laughs> I I gave it I gave it an arguable arguable, and I'm willing to change it. Nine. Okay. Oh, arguable, like willing to change it to an eight or a ten? Eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Oh, I think. I think nine is a. It, no, I'm not going to talk you down. I think nine is completely appropriate for this episode. That's what I gave it. <laughs> and, I, and and I think that I think the end alone makes it worthy of a nine. The so, the end is very exciting, and I did the the sinful act. Of um, I, I did read the next episode. I didn't read the description, but I read the next title. Which, yeah, um, which which I feel like is the description in itself. Alan's routine. Yes. Huh? I, yes. <laughs> I wonder. Uh, wonder what we get here. So I already have predictions for the next episode. That I, I'll okay. talk about at the end of this one. But I mean, obviously, there's the one prediction. I wonder who we're central around. But nonetheless, um, no, yeah, I, I, you know, the way you put it as it's a slow grow or you know, start yeah. slow. I completely agree. I don't really care yeah. for the beginning part of the episode. Like, I don't really care for like the rabbi stuff and being in the yeah. temple. I don't care very much. Yeah. To be honest, even when she's with John, 
mm, not not too into it. But it's once the horse, once once she yeah meets horse is when I think the episode gets a lot better. Like oh, if it was yeah. a horse onward, maybe a ten. Like I I really like yep. that stuff. Really great. <laughs> I to- like, from there on I out. totally agree. I totally agree. Although I I do really like I you know that I'm a sucker for a good breakup scene. So I do like this argument between Nadia and John. Uh, you know po- post coitus, but I don't think it's it's not like a top 10 all-time breakup scene for me yeah you know, well, this is like already this, been broken up yeah, but, yeah 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 exactly exactly but i i do love you know and it plays into the title which we can talk about in a second but i love what it triggers in nadia because it's it's that argument that triggers her you know actually striking up this uh i'd, I'd call it a relationship at this point with horse uh, i mean not a romantic relationship but a relationship you know, a human to human relationship with this homeless man. Uh, and I think that that idea of John calling her the abyss and his best argument for them being together is that they probably can't do any better. It, th- that triggers her in such a way that really changes Nadia's character. And, and, you know, a lot like the leftovers, which it, th- th- this is not nearly as important to russian doll as it is to the leftovers in the leftovers they we know from the beginning there's this this vanishing this this great departure where two percent i think it's two percent of the world's population just disappears mm-hmm. and you know right off the bat you know, the, the creators of the show told us it will never be explained why that happened like we don't know why or how it's not going to be explained so just get past that part and focus on what it does to the characters and how they deal with that and I do think that to a certain extent, I, at least I view Russian Doll in that same similar vein, although there is a lot more of why and how to Russian Doll than there is to the leftovers. There's, there's still a lot of, but watch Nadia and watch how she changes, watch how she grows, watch her character and, and what happens to her as a result of this event that's happening to her. That's the more interesting thing to me than what is happening. The more interesting thing is what's happening to Nadia, like what's happening to her as a person. And I think that one of the turning points of the series is this argument that she has with John. So that's why I don't have as much of a problem with the episode up to that point. But I totally agree that it it breaks into a sprint once she goes and uh, connects with Horace after that. Uh, that's an interesting point you've made mm-hmm. and that's all I'll well thank you i think <laughs> i see what you're saying but that, that mm-hmm. so what do you mean by things to just look past like you oh no are, are you so saying, i'm not telling you to try i'm not saying let the mystery be to russian doll okay. i'm not saying that at all i'm saying for me saying. for me as okay. a viewer it's more interesting for me to watch nadia's character than it is to try to you know, puzzle box this thing. Yeah. Oh no, I'm uh, giving up puzzle boxing it. Yeah. I think it's not <laughs> impossible. It, it maybe yeah. it was that joint. Um, look, maybe, maybe uh, Max is going through the same thing, and she just hides it better. She's just, you know, <laughs> you got the same things. She, she, that that was the best day of her life, so she keeps reliving it the same way. <laughs> Sweet birthday, baby. <laughs> That's the way she relives it every time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I'm not saying don't try to figure it out like you i think there's a satisfying enough explanation for for this by the end of the series or season i guess but it's not it's more fun for me to watch nadia and now to watch this new character that i i don't know if you i, I mean you already have told everybody that the, the name of the next episode is alan's routine You're right. Maybe, so, maybe I should have done that. so, that's okay that's all right um, but to watch this new character actually, you know, uh, yeah, develop. I don't feel bad. That's not a spoiler. If you saw this episode, no. the next thing you're going to see is Alan's routine. You know, that's not yeah, right. you're you're uh, you're watching it on Netflix. <laughs> it's the only place that you can watch this, and it's going to say up next in eight seconds, Alan's routine. Yeah, they picked so, that with, as a name with, on purpose. Yeah, with yeah, a yeah, giant yeah. with a giant picture of that guy. Yeah, brushing his teeth or something. Yeah, yeah. so so uh, I don't think it's a spoiler at this point to say you know this is Alan. And we're going to see Alan's routine next episode. So 
uh, the, but watching these two characters is more fun for me than uh, trying to figure out the the I don't know the rules, the logic, the yeah. why of this. I, I can agree with that. Like I'm I'm very intrigued by the journey versus mm-hmm. the destination. You know, so I'm willing to see how this journey goes. I'm yeah. still really curious to how it's going on, but you know. And I, now I don't want this to take anything away from Nadia's character because I Nadia is I, I love that character. She is my favorite character in the, in the season or the in the series. Uh, but I think the series gets much more interesting uh, once we introduce Alan to to Nadia. Once the the two of them start interacting here at the end of this episode, it's a turning point in the series for me. Uh, where it starts going from, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch the next one. Yeah, this is pretty good. To now, I have to watch the next one. Mm. So we're on to crack cocaine now. Let's see. <laughs> we can be. So, there okay. we go. Right. Yeah. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the title. Uh, the title is A Warm Body. Uh, I don't know. Do you want to talk about your reaction to this first? Do you want me to talk about mine? What do you think? Uh, not a bad. I think it's the best title so far. I, I agree. I think this is the best time. And what I really love about this is it obviously it comes from the end of the argument that Nadia and John have, where Nadia says, you know, your best argument for being together is what, a warm body. Uh, but we have to remember, too, that the very next scene, she goes out, yeah. she interacts with horse, <laughs> and then she freezes to death. Yes, that's, that's, yeah, that's what I like. Yes. Yeah. So this is yeah it's very dark she says so uh that and that is that is good stuff to me so i do really like this title a lot uh and and it speaks i think to the importance of human connection like the warm body is not a a good argument to be in a relationship with someone but we all need human connection you know and and the, the fact that horse was alienated by people and sleeping on the streets in the cold with this crappy blanket uh, is is exactly the opposite. It's it's the exact inverse of John's argument. You know, he he thinks you know we should be together because a warm body. All horse really needs is a warm body, uh, which he does actually get here. Nadia does, and actually we don't even know if horse died that night. Maybe we don't know. Not, maybe Nadia, Nadia died and kept him alive. We don't know. So I like to think about it that way, that this title is a warm body and that maybe Nadia's sacrifice and her, her death actually kept horse alive that night. Well, see, this, well this, is, this comes into the whole, like, uh, like I, don't, I don't understand um, the, how she gets these resets. So I don't know if, like, that world just ends and we're, right. we're wherever, or if, like, it's like some sort of weird multiverse thing. She actually is dead. And mm-hmm. the horse lives on, or maybe he also died that night. Like, yeah, so uh, could be. Yeah. Could be. Speaking you you of, might know. I don't. But. Uh, and I, I'm not saying regardless yeah, of whether yeah. I know or not. So, uh, I don't think you would, of, but maybe you would. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, speaking of that freezing to death bit of the episode, uh, I think my favorite line, so we'll talk about standout lines here. I think my favorite line in the episode comes from, from that when she's telling Max, I think the guy who gave me a haircut yesterday may have died tomorrow, and I don't know how tomorrow does work when it's yesterday again. So. Yeah, she, she she confused her so bad, she just like let her walk off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I I do love that line. That's that's one of my favorites in this episode. Uh, what what stuck out to you in this episode? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think now. I don't. I should have made a better note. Of my favorite I mean, joke. I did tell you last week we were going to do this. You right? did. You did. Well, well, yeah, you did. And what, what gets to me is that last week on the spot I did it. And now with yes. a week preparation, <laughs> I, I, do forget. I, 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 I don't have one directly on the spot. Well, I'm trying to think. I mean, uh, oh, I have another on. one. If, if uh, You can borrow it if you want. <laughs> no, I don't need to borrow it. Say your other one. Okay. Oh, oh, wait, no, okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. Right there. I mean, yep. this isn't really, I guess. This isn't like comedy, but the ending scene is yep. well, also like awestruck is is pretty comedic. Ah, don't, it don't, is, you know, because they're all they're all worried about death. Like, yeah. Get down, get down, get down, and yep. you know, Alan and um, <laughs> Nadia, just... yeah, or look to them get down. It's like, oh, aren't you? You know, shouldn't you get down? Ah, no, I I I, I, I die all the time, and then yeah. she's like <laughs> gasping, but too late. Like, oh. yeah. 
yeah 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 it doesn't matter i die all the time it is it, i totally agree that's very funny the other really i thought comedic really funny line in this episode was when john's trying to get out of meeting with her and says oh i got a meeting and she said for what to sell some new york landmark to a russian billionaire who needs a dorm room for a parrot so <laughs> that's a pretty good one too anyway uh but yeah i i agree that that end is everything uh, wrapped up in one here here is here's something here, here's another comedic thing i'll say what i thought was pretty funny was um the rabbi and so john goes in to speak with the rabbi on nadia's behalf yeah and he takes out her her question sheet and immediately the rabbi's like haunted what and then when we come back to the next <laughs> like john's already like croaky. he's talking about his, like he's like talking like deep soul with the rabbi about yes. like, him and nadia and, like he's giving him life <laughs> advice which i yeah. just find hysterical he goes in there to you know He's supposed to ask him these five questions or whatever, and he asks, like, one, and, and just starts, like, having a kind of therapy session with the rabbi. So, yeah, uh, that is, that's a good uh, one, too. Yeah, very, very funny. So, and I do love that about the show. It is legitimately funny, and it's it just... It is. There's, there's a lot but, now. Like, oh, the, like, even the, um, going to Horse's Shelter and watching yep. over his, like, uh, boots or shoes, whichever, for yep. him, just, like, that whole interaction stuff so. yeah 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 i got i, I got i got crazy reflexes or, so, or whatever yeah. it's like don't touch me i got crazy reflexes but yeah it's it's really funny show but then at the same time like it, i think like there there are genuine emotions that nadia shows this episode that we haven't seen from her before and we can talk about that when we get there and then that ending which is simultaneously funny and shocking and terrifying is like it's it's a perfect ending. I love that ending to the episode. Yeah, yeah, it gives you a lot of information while also uh, pulling you in for more. All I'm gonna say is, yeah. I really wish I could have watched the next episode because I was very yes, I was very yeah. pulled in by well, good. Now meet Alan. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad to hear that. And so, I, and I do think, like I said, the episode, the series really picks up uh, from here. Although I will say that the the see as the season progresses the intentional comedy is not as prevalent like it, there are some episodes that are just downright like dark so and, and we'll, we'll get there but we're not quite there yet the, the, there's still a lot of levity it's always got some humor to it but uh where i think episode one like the prevailing maybe even episode two the prevailing uh, intent there is to be funny uh mm. it, 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 there are other intentions that become very apparent as we go through here. So speaking of going through, you ready to run through the episode here? Yeah. Okay. So just so we are, remember, we are currently in iteration 10 of Nadia. Okay. Uh, we decided last time to call them iterations instead of lives, or I don't remember what the suggestion you made was, but, or, oh yeah. Uh, you said Nadia one, Nadia two, Nadia three. So rather than doing that, which might imply that she is in different dimensions, uh, and rather than saying lives, which might imply that she is actually dying, uh, we are going to say could we, iteration. Could we use a rebirth ten? Uh, we we can if you want, I suppose. Although I think no. that has its own implications. Hmm. Okay, we could do iteration. It's just iteration. Yeah, I, I, it's just not a cool word to me. It's all yeah, like I just oh, don't. Okay. I just don't want to be judged, you know, by some other people by using uncool <laughs> words. But it's fine. oh, oh, Hopefully okay. That doesn't happen. So anyway, good <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you can. They can judge me because I'll be the one who uses iteration. So iteration ten. Uh, we are in Max's place. It's Monday morning, so she has survived the night. So the last we saw of her in iteration ten at the end of episode two was she decided that she was just going to embrace the party. She saw John come in. She was like, Johnny. Yeah, she was going to do more than embrace the party, right? But but she was a little more colorful than that. But at any rate, she wakes up. It's the next morning. She sees the Lizzie pile. And Nadia walks into the bathroom. The guy is peeing there. And she cautiously tries to use the stairs to get out. Okay, and this is this was funny too. I forgot how funny this was. This is, where yeah. she, <laughs> she's she's you know gingerly taking a step out, wait, pull it back. You know, oh, I'm gonna half step now, pull it back until she finally just kind of you know 
thrust her shoulders and said, nah, fire escape. And she goes to the fire escape. Uh, and she gets down to the bottom and she sees a plaque on the entryway to the building. And so this starts her thinking where in episode two, she was pretty convinced it was the drugs. In this episode, now she's convinced it's the building. And so she's going to go down that rabbit hole here. Uh, and she goes back up the fire escape. So even going up the st- up the stairs is not good. She, she doesn't even want to do that. Um, and she wants to know what the inscription on the building means. You know, she's trying to get, apparently Max uh, must be able to read this plaque or maybe she just knows the history of the building. But she asks Max what this is. She gets a text from John saying that he wants his blanket back, which is his coat that he covered her with uh, when she fell asleep the night before. She says, no, I didn't want him to do that. But uh, she texts him and says she's keeping it. It's the price of chivalry uh, with a you know meme that or a gif. I guess this is a gif. So, uh, and I say, gif, GIF way, not, GIF, not, yeah. okay. So I say gif, not GIF. Uh, th- it, it can be said either way. I think the, but the, but the G in gif stands for graphic, not graphic. So I, I'm going with gif here anyway. Uh, uh gif. Yeah. All right, good. So but she, <laughs> okay. Okay. You can have your peanut butter and I'll have my moving, uh, but repeatedly moving pictures anyway she's gonna keep sure. the coat she she finally uh does get max through the inscription to her when she distracts her with the dolores huerta article that you might remember from the beginning of episode two that max was very interested in when she was talking to nadia on the phone oh but, yes okay yep yeah and she gets her to tell her that the it's it's a the plaque is for the congregation which is still intact and the congregation uh that used to own the building uh, is on 14th street now they're still around so that's nadia's next destination anything you want to say about this first bit here no my um is cyanide sweet (laughs) i actually don't know that that's a that's a good question why don't you know that I don't know. We'll have to ask Darlene. Maybe Darlene will know. Possibly. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) I might have to. Anyway, let's (laughs) Let's move on here. We are on to uh, Tifereth Israel or Beth Shalom Synagogue. Uh, The the sign says Tifereth Israel. She tells John she's at Beth Shalom Synagogue. But she she goes in. She tries to ask the receptionist whose name is Shifra about the yeshiva building that uh, that uh, Max lives in. But yeshiva, uh, no, I'm sorry, Shifra says that that building is before her time, but the rabbi, rabbi might know about it. So Nadia says, oh, thanks, and tries to go right in to see the rabbi, but Shifra cuts her off as soon as possible uh, because she says, I'm not going to just let you go in there, a single woman off the street. So apparently this is a big deal to Shifra that Nadia being a single woman not see the rabbi of course yeah Nadia says oh no no but I'm not single I'm married and Shifra says all right well then bring your husband by which I mean this is I I don't really know a whole lot about the Jewish faith Mm -hmm. Uh, I I don't know if this would be common to any synagogue or just this one Uh, but it's really striking to hear Someone say, no, you, a single woman, are not allowed to see the rabbi bring her husband. Yes, let your husband speak with the rabbi. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Definitely um, jarring. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, she calls John. She's gonna, she's, she wants him to meet her there. Uh, but this is where he says that he's on his way to a meeting and we get the Russian parrot line. But she offers him a sexual favor, favor to skip the meeting. And meet her at the synagogue. So, I don't know. She, you know, he, she says, I'll do it anyway. But, you know, I thought the transactional nature of this might be fun. So, John's there. He, he shows up. Uh, but Schiffer does not believe that they're married. because, And she lets John in anyhow, apparently because he's a man. Uh, oh, no, not because he's a man. Because Nadia appeals to her and says, look, I lost my cat. I got fibroids like crazy. 
just do me a favor. And Schiffer says, oh, I have fibroids too. Yeah, go ahead. And she lets John in. But only John. Not even John with Nadia. Only and John. And after they're heart to heart, okay, fine, you're right. John, you made <laughs> yeah. it to her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you strike exactly. a chord with me, Nadia. I feel pity for yep. you, and I want to help you. John, speak with the rabbi. <laughs> yes, and speak with the rabbi, he does. He asks the rabbi about supernatural events in the building. People return, dead people returning to life, things of that nature. Uh, meanwhile, Nadia prods Shifra about prayers. She says, yeah, I just don't think your heart's in this. Do you even know the prayers? Uh, and she you know, says, well, you know, what's the prayer for drinking wine, which Shifra knows very easily. What's the prayer for, you know, people who are in trouble, who, you know, might die. And Shifra, uh, to her credit, picks up on this and recognizes this need in Nadia uh, to hear that prayer because she feels like she might die. And so she calls, you know, brings her over. I should mention, by the way, I, I can't believe I forgot to mention this. When Nadia first comes back with John, with John, Shifra is gnawing on a mango that Nadia brought her as a peace offering when she first I didn't even know this was. Oh, oh, she is just gnawing on this thing. She's, she's in it. Her face is like fully in this. Mangoes are good. Mango. Yeah, mangoes are good. They, I, now, to me, a mango. Mm-hmm. The juice is not worth the squeeze, but it's uh, what's that mean? Oh, like it mango means the, juice is not worth squeeze. Okay, never mind. Okay, that, no, not the, the, well, it literally, I suppose, literal? but, <laughs> that, but, but figure, figuratively, uh, I do not want a whole mango. If you put a whole mango with me, it's gonna rot oh, on the counter somewhere. Oh, yeah, no, no, I agree. I listen, everyone in my family likes mangoes, so it, it yes, it works out, but yeah, I cannot, um. I, I cannot eat a whole. I didn't. I, do people eat a whole mangoes at a time? Uh, maybe. But my point is that they're too much of a pain to cut up and actually consume. Like no. if somebody, yeah. if somebody slices, if you somebody put sliced mango in front of me, I will nom nom on that stuff like crazy. I love it, but I, I, I don't want to peel it. Yeah. No. So whenever I eat mango, I'm super wasteful with the mango. Like I just um cut. Like I'll you know, chop it up. Like the uh, mm-hmm. the outer skin, right? Get get some of that, and then I just throw away the whole like middle bit for the most part. Like I just wow, have such yeah. little of the mango. Oh man, because <laughs> I like eating so... it off the skin. I feel like it tastes better eating it from the skin. Like the uh, oh, interesting the bits. Like, okay. Uh, anyway, now that I've done a yeah. good discussion. And uh, okay, like... yeah. Sorry, sorry about that, folks. I, I really I'm sorry, I forgot the... I know me too. <laughs> Uh, I'm so disappointed because the, the grocery store where I shop, they used to sell sliced mango. Like you get a, like a, just a oh, carton wow. of sliced mango. It was awesome. And they stopped doing it. It's really disappointing. Anyway. All right. So uh, Shifra is going to have a discussion with Nadia about the prayers uh, for people who might die. But John, meanwhile, tells the rabbi his personal story. His ex fo- uh, found out about her, Nadia, and threw him out. Uh, and when he told Nadia that he wanted to be with her, she thought it was too much pressure. So you, we, we've been wondering for a while, what is the situation? What, what is the relationship between John and Nadia? Were they married? Is this who John is divorcing? What's the story? Well, it turns out Nadia uh, and John were having an affair. John was married to someone else. Uh, when that someone else found out about Nadia, she wanted a divorce. So that's what's happening right now. And meanwhile, <laughs> John uh he's gone all in on nadia he went all in on nadia and it was not the right decision so you should not be a poker player for the looks of it (laughs) exactly and the rabbi suggests that he needs to turn away from the physical and turn toward the spiritual nadia is distracting him from the abyss and he should be embracing the abyss okay so that's going to become important later this concept of the the abyss but I, I mean, I, th- I think that I, I don't I don't fault the rabbi here. I think that that's generally not bad advice that you need to face your problems head on and avoid the this, things that can distract you. But we have a tendency to fixate on the things that are distracting us from the real problem. So and, and also, you know, tur- turning away from the physical and toward the spiritual, even, even if you don't believe in you know, the religion that the rabbi is part of. Uh, just turning inward and, and self-reflection is not a bad thing. So uh, I think this is actually decent advice from the rabbi, but 
uh, John's going to do with it what he will in a minute. But anything you want to say about that? No. no. Okay. He also says this, this interesting concept uh, because John presses him on the building. And you think the building is haunted. He says, no, no, buildings aren't haunted. People are haunted. So that's an interesting perspective. So we've kind of had our focus shifted a couple of times from, is it, the dr- is it a bad drug trip? Uh, maybe not. Is it the, a haunted building? Maybe not. Is Nadia herself haunted? Is there something about Nadia herself? So that's, that's kind of where the rabbi leads John. Not that John's going to communicate that to Nadia unless he does it off camera. But outside in the lobby, Schiffer prays over Nadia. Uh, and Nadia drinks some of the wine. Uh, that's there in the, yeah. yeah. You can't drink that. Correct. It's undrinkable. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. But John uh, is all done. He comes on out. They leave. And John is really annoyed by the situation. And he won't tell her about his conversation with the rabbi, at least not until she acknowledges that he blew up his life for her. He says, you know, I blew up my life and that's on me. So he's taking responsibility for it. And he really did blow up his, his life. He, he, you know, his, he lost his family. You know, his his wife is divorcing him. His daughter thinks he's a jerk, uh, and he the person that he blew that up for, Nadia, decided that she didn't want to be with him. And so, but that's he's, he's taking responsibility. He said, "I blew up my life. That's on me." But it would really be nice if you could just acknowledge that it happened. And she does, to her credit, she acknowledges that it happened. Uh, and however, she will not tell him what's going on. A lot of lot of moving parts. So, do you think it's the right thing for her to pull him into this like this, but not tell him what's going on? I would say think of a plausible lie, because <laughs> because like no one wants you're just gonna really upset him. I feel like you know if you're not gonna tell him that because I understand they're not wanting to try to tell him the truth. She's tried it before mm-hmm. and other iterations and it has not worked that's so right maybe she's like well this is a, a fruitless venture if i tell him he'll just think i'm crazy and stop helping me so mm-hmm. let me just not tell him but i think yeah. uh, i think a good lie could have gone far yeah and i think that's a great point a, a great a, it's a, a perfect thing for us to remember is that she has told him before and he's kind of rejected the information so yeah. why would she ever tell him again so I do, and I do like that about the show is that they they don't forget what they what they've done before. You know, Nadia learns in each iteration things about the people in her life, and she carries that information on from one iteration to the next, whereas the people don't. Mm-hmm. So that is, is, I mean, we see it even later in this episode, even after their giant breakup scene, uh, they you know John calls her later and says no where are you i want to see you you know but it's a new iteration so yeah yeah oh yeah yeah. so anyway all right nadia uh and john go back to nadia's place it's 6 30 it's the longest she's lasted 6 30 p.m and this is after they have you know it's this post coitus or at least post oral sex and he fills her in on what the rabbi said he also tries to convince her that they should be together. And he says, this is where he uses the argument, this might just be the best either one of us can do. Yeah, like a good deal is a good deal. <laughs> well, that's not what he's saying, though. He's not saying this is a good deal for both of us. He's saying eh, neither, one of us is likely, yeah, neither one of us is likely to get a better deal than this. Yeah, it's like a college admissions, right? Like, listen, we can get a better student, really. For the cost, then you're not going to get a better deal, so kind of have to. <laughs> I mean, I, th- there are other ways to say almost exactly that, like <laughs> things like "you are exactly what I want." <laughs> like this is this is this is the best situation I could ever imagine. Like, no, th- that's is, though there are better situations I can imagine, and you're not exactly what I want, but the best I can do. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to win any people uh, <laughs> with that argument. <laughs> but, 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 I'm the best you could do, so it's okay. 
Oh man. That's that's, that's oh, the winning God. part of the argument, Mr. Sal, is, is is when you hit him with the reversal of that. <laughs> okay. At any rate, the uh Nadia basically tells them they are not gonna get back together, especially not when your best argument is a warm body. And this is when John really drops the hammer on Nadia and says, The rabbi said you distract me from the abyss. But you are, but he was wrong. You are the abyss. And you can see Nadia change there. Uh, and I, I do love this about Natasha Leon in the scene is, is that you can see you know, she's kind of playful and trying to treat him with some level of dignity and respect up to this point. But once he says that, it all changes. You know, she, she this is this is the this is the guy who just told her that she was the best he could do and now she, he is telling her that she is the abyss so i mean the, i don't know that there's a deeper insult that you can give to a person i mean isn't that a bit of a cell phone a cell phone like no not cell phone like he's owned himself like oh a, a self self own i got it <laughs> a yeah a self burn yeah because if she, if he's, if she's the best he can do, and she's yep. a, a best. Well, what does it say about you there, buddy? No, for sure. So you've gone and wrecked yourself there. For sure, I suppose so. I suppose, but he's wrecked her in the process, and she, she is very, very upset about this because in the next scene she, she goes off looking for oatmeal, and she actually has tears in her eyes. Even as she, you know, insults people who tell her to go home, she says, "You go home, you know, brow." You know, she. I mean, she, I think even the poor then, part is she is publicly intoxicated as well. Well, that's that's true, but but have we seen her cry yet? I don't, I'm not no, sure. We have. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah, yep. that's also I think why she's fighting random, not fighting, but I'm badgering random people on the street. Or right. Why she's right. But she and she has those tears in her eyes as she strikes up a conversation with this homeless guy who says, you can, you can call me horse. But she notices that he has no shoes and she asks why he has no shoes. And he says that they were stolen at the homeless shelter where he slept last night. You, know, you can't sleep amongst thieves. I'm never going back there. So this is going to become important. This 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 event the stealing of the shoes you know puts horse off of the homeless shelter where he at least had a bed and a blanket and a warm place to sleep and drives him into the street where he's going to be sleeping under the this crappy blanket in the cold and likely freeze to death so it's important that nadia is now for one of the first times really i think this might be the first time looking outward out of herself at other people and seeing their own humanity and their own problems and their, their own needs. And she recognizes this absence of the footwear and she takes note of it because this is going to become important later on in the next iteration. But he wants to tell her something, but she warns him that she's not somebody that's good for people to be telling stuff to. She's the abyss. And when she says that, there's such pain in her face and in her voice. And we can see the tears streaming at that point uh, that she, we know that she's been really deeply wounded by this uh, label that John has given her. So yeah. uh, this, this is a turning point in the episode for me. Like the, up to this point in the episode, I was like, this, uh, this episode's fine, whatever. This is just, you know, I, I don't honestly care much about Nadia and John from a relationship perspective. Uh, you know, the stuff at the synagogue didn't really do much for me. I'm like, I don't know. This, is, this episode's not really working too well for me. But at this point where we see this pain in Nadia and we see her start looking outward, it, it really starts to turn me on to the episode as well. So... I don't know if, if you felt the same way or not yet, but uh, no, yeah, I, I, the way I felt at this point was, I could tell Nadia was hurting, which mm -hmm. I, I was feasting off of, mm. um, but I also was intrigued by a horse. Yes, which which that was I think a bigger point as to why I was um 
beginning to okay. complete. Like, oh, yeah. Well, so I had mentioned last uh, week that there's a really interesting character introduced, introduced at the end of this episode. Did you think I was talking about no, horse at this point? Okay. No. Why well, I, I I went. Oh, I went and then I, I, I like moved to, uh, to see the time and I'm like, no, wait, it's yeah. not to the episode. Never mind. It's not <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Gotcha. But anyway, what he wanted to tell her was that he wants to cut her hair. Now, one of the most, I'm, I don't know, the, the most obvious symbols of Russian doll is Nadia's hair. When, when you think, when you think of Russian doll, like Nadia's hair is one of the first things I think about, you know, it's this big mane of red hair. Uh, and, that i mean it, it almost it's i don't know how to describe it it almost co- goes off in all directions around her it's almost like an aura do you know what i mean it's very so, prominent hair yeah yeah but she uh she lets him which is really really interesting i suppose when you uh keep dying and coming back to life uh you don't have a whole lot of fear or uh what's what's the word i'm looking for here hesitancy or skepticism in these situations and so she lets him cut the hair uh and when he shows her what she looks like in the mirror she says you know i look like my mom and they have connected on a level that we haven't really seen nadia kick this isn't a sexual thing but they snuggle up together and they go to sleep under this awful blanket from the downtown mission and next thing we know Nadia is waking up again in Max's apartment in the bathroom and we're on to iteration 11. She says, I froze to death. <laughs> that is dark. So, yeah. That All is right. dark. <laughs> it is. It's really dark. Uh, I, I mean... And I keep coming back to the title of a warm body and, and all the, the meanings of that within the episode. Just the fact that that's the argument that John made for them to be together. And that's what kind of causes her death uh, at the end of the episode, that she turns out to not be a warm body <laughs> at the end of this, uh, this iteration. So we're on to iteration 11, like I said. Uh, her hair is back, and so it's important to note that she has not had her hair cut at this point. Uh, and this is where she says to, to Max, I think the guy who gave me a haircut yesterday may have died tomorrow, and I don't know how tomorrow deaths work when it's yesterday again. And so she goes off to find horse. Yeah. And you know, she's much nicer to Max this time. She, she's yep. just like, oh, sorry, I got to run, so on and so forth. Uh, the nicest exit I think she's used with Max. For, yeah, 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 you're right. Uh, but doesn't Max call her the C word in this at this point? I'm pretty sure she does. Uh, I can't remember. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Even if Max is being angry, yep. still nice by Nadia. Yep, she's exactly. She's, she's on the high ground, and Max is trying to fling dirt, but Nadia's pristine <laughs> looking down upon her, and that in itself will be flinging dirt upon uh, Max. <laughs> anyway. Yes, exactly. All right, so she goes off to find Horace, and John calls her. Uh, and she's pretty compassionate with John at this point, you know, I, and I think that it's really important for us to remember, like she, in our, in my mind, anyway, when I watch this, I'm like, why isn't she pissed off at John? He just had this awful argument and he was such a jerk. And why is she so compassionate with him here? But she's remembering, and I wasn't, that this John, this version of John never had that argument with her. Yeah. Never said those things, never called came, her the abyss. Yeah. Came to the party but, looking for Nadia. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but she doesn't lead him on this time. She doesn't say, you know, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you a blowjob for you know coming over here. She doesn't say, you know, let's go look for oatmeal. She doesn't say, hey, Johnny boy. She doesn't say, do any of that. She doesn't lead him on at all. She, in fact, she tells him to hook up with the girl in red, fighting with her boyfriend. Which <laughs> it does. I mean, that's really cool for us. Yeah. <laughs> John really dismisses it quickly, which is kind of weird to me. I, I would have thought that would have struck a, a chord with him. That he's like, she's, she's here not watching there. me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But or he's been is, arguing the whole party. <laughs> oh yeah, I suppose so. But this is this is a level of compassion in Nadia that I think is really notable because up to this point, every interaction she's had with John, you can almost you can see from John's perspective where he might feel like she was trying to pull him in. And mm-hmm. this is uncategorically dismissive, but compassionate. Yes, I agree. 
which I think is the way that you should treat someone who wants to be with you, but you don't want to be with. <laughs> so you should not try to pull them in and <laughs> say things that can be misconstrued as, you know, I actually do want you. So you I, th do, I think you don't like uh, the whole leading on thing. You, you I do not. <laughs> uh, surprisingly. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, what does that mean? That's why I mean. That's uh, the, uh, wait. Yeah, unsurprisingly. Yeah, no, that's the right way. Yeah, unsurprisingly, well, people don't like being let on. That's, that's oh, I mean say. right. yeah. you're saying pe people in general. You're not talking yes, about me specifically. Are. No, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't like being let on, although yeah. it's been a very long time since that's happened. So, anyway, <laughs> so uh, it's it is when when I was single, it was a major pet peeve of mine. I I hated being let on. It was like don't tell me to help you look for oatmeal like don't why well, i want to help looking for oatmeal then ask somebody who you know is not romantically interested in. you know <laughs> i'm romantically interested <laughs> so you know uh, don't call me down to the synagogue in exchange for sexual favors don't do that stuff if you don't have any intention of ever being with me so uh so i love this about Nadia. i, I think this shows this response to john's call shows a lot of growth in much the same way that uh, her response to horse showed a lot of growth, growth. and it also shows like she's really i don't know if i want to call this a power but her her circumstance or her ability mm -hmm. or whatever this is right she's really mm -hmm. um grabbed it by the horn so to speak right like she understands what's going mm -hmm. on with it in a way and not i guess not she doesn't know why it's happening but she seems to understand um basic principles that allow her to you know she knows okay you know they don't ever remember anything it's fine uh yeah i know where horse is gonna be let me go there like you know she's mm -hmm. yeah you know, she's not she's i wonder if she will start getting mixed up in everything but eh, hasn't, <laughs> i don't think that'll happen yeah. but i uh, wonder how long it takes so anyway yeah all right now she does find horses stuff uh and she uh, remembers that the blanket said downtown mission. And so she goes to the Salvation Army downtown uh, mission uh, and she, she finds Horace making his bed. So this would have, this would be the night that his shoes would have been stolen. Right. Yeah. So, so this is Sunday night when she yeah. died in Horace's arms. It was Monday night. Yes. Okay. And as long as she made it. 10. Yes. Yes. So this is, a new iteration so we're back on sunday night and his shoes have not yet been stolen in fact he, we see them prominently he's he's prominently removing his shoes uh, make sure everyone after knows he he's got nice shoes he's got nice yep. shoes but don't take yep. them everyone yeah now he, he but he doesn't recognize her obviously uh and he asked you know what she's doing here and she said i'm just somebody who's here to guard your shoes and she he says, that's fine. You know, he says, you can sit there, do your crossword puzzles. That's fine. Just don't touch me because I got crazy reflexes. Um, and she does fall asleep. She dozes off, but she hears someone coming by and taking his shoes. And she just opens her eyes and says, those aren't yours. And the person you know, puts their hands up and walks away. So she does save his shoes here. So mm -hmm. she's, I think she's hoping that in saving the shoes, she, she has saved horse because he will now not mistrust the rescue mission so much yeah so the, the issue that lies with this though is you know if especially now at the end of the episode i'm very curious you know the next iteration is mm -hmm. she gonna have to do it again right yeah that's a good question <laughs> like, is she gonna have, is she, is she, every beginning of every iteration now has this long like gotta you know come back over there go to horse save his yep. shoes and like, you know, she have to spend every night in this homeless shelter yeah. so that horses' shoes don't get stolen. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to find out. But the next morning, horse tells her again he wants to cut her hair. And that's uh, that's the last we see of horse in this episode. But, uh, it, but he walks off with his shoes on. So his shoes did not get stolen. Uh, Nadia is obviously sleep-deprived. She did not get a lot of sleep guarding... Uh, horse's shoes but so she gets she's on the elevator she tries to get off she can't 
<laughs> because there's, a, there's an influx of people coming onto the elevator and she just gives in and says, that's fine. I guess we're going up. The guy next to her, who this is Alan, uh, keeps playing with this box. Did this box mean anything to you or no? Man, I don't remember this. I remember I remember hearing this way here. Now I gotta go back and look at it, but continue. I I, I didn't connect the fact that this was Alan doing it though. Oh, okay. Well, at any rate, like I don't I don't know that we've seen this box before. I'm just wondering if you have any idea what this box is. Do you have a guess? Uh, off the top of my head. Okay. So, but he keeps playing with it and flicking it open and closed, and she stares him down a little bit, and he stops, puts it in his pocket, and the elevator malfunctions, and in the most terrifying way possible, the doors open. Oh, okay. Wait, sorry. Yes, I. Oh, yes, I did make a note of this. Yes, I. Okay. it looks like a like a proposal ring, like a like a jewelry box. Okay, a jewelry box and an engagement ring is what you're thinking of, right? Yeah, like a mother I mean, ring, yeah. for example. <laughs> mother, ring. it could be mother ring, could be mother ring, but yeah, I don't think he's gonna try proposing. But it could it 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 does look like a proposal ring box, though. Okay, all right. And he's you, nervous, you, like someone that's about to propose. Like, I I okay. was looking at that. I was like, is, is this guy about to propose? To Nadia? <laughs> Maybe Nadia. I don't know. Just someone. <laughs> elevator right. proposal. Right. But the elevator malfunctions and it starts plummeting in the most terrifying way possible. The doors open. So, so not only is the elevator plummeting, but you can see the walls, you know, flying past as it plummets. And Nadia and this guy, who we'll find out is Alan, uh, are just standing there as everybody else is kind of hitting the deck. And Nadia says, hey, man, didn't you get the news? We're all going to die. And we get this quintessential ending. One of the one of the one of my favorite endings of a television episode. Oh, it doesn't matter. I die all the time. And then the, the crash. And that's the end of the episode. So it's what such the, a great ending. It is. But why don't they just jump? <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think that's a great argument, Kurt. Yes, yes, okay, wonderful. So if in fact they die here, that would be the end of iteration eleven, and we'd be starting next episode with iteration twelve. I'm assuming they're dying. Right, yeah. I I think that's probably a safe assumption. And the next episode is called Alan's Routine. So here's here's my guess for the next episode. Either this episode will be Alan's Routine up until we saw him last episode. Right, so like okay. yep. we 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 end with seeing him go in the elevator and then meeting Nadia from his point of view and then you know whatever, mm-hmm. or it's his routine after the elevator, so we mm-hmm. see him going through and then the episode will end with Nadia finding him. Ah, okay. Those are my two predictions, but I think right. we'll see Nadia at the end of the episode though. Okay. Neither instance. Gotcha. I'm going to choose to withhold. Uh, that information and, yeah, and yeah, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes uh, you can withhold right information that's fine I know it's correct uh, <laughs> well, well we'll find out soon enough but we are now 37.5% through season one of Russian Doll 37.5 is that actually yeah. like the runtime wise no that's to the episode count oh yeah, three, we are yeah. th- three eights I, I, for some reason my, my brain thought there were like 10 episodes or so. I just no, I only eight. Yeah. So right. For, yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. Well, only eight episodes. So we are, we are cruising right along, cruising right along here and uh, we'll be, uh, we'll be halfway through the uh, season by the time we get through next week's episode. As I've mentioned before, there is a season two in production. It's been kind of slow in production due to COVID, but there will be a season two. I don't know if I'm looking forward to that yet. I know. It looks like I will. I will tell you. I mean, I, I can tell you right now. Like, I was satisfied enough with the end of the season. That I when I heard there was season two, I was like, "Really? Why?" So, <laughs> uh, so I'm interested to see what they do because I don't think they really need to do a season two. But we'll see. Um, anyway, so are you satisfied with your nine rating, Kurt? Yeah, yeah. This episode gets a nine. Yeah, it's 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 really good. I th- I think it once it picks up, 
with the fight between John and Nadia, I, I think that's the, kind of the turning point of the episode. And, uh, watching Nadia just start to show emotion, watching her uh, look outward and, and try to focus on people other than just herself, and uh, watching, uh, obviously, this ending uh, really cement this as my favorite episode so far. Yeah, yeah. I mean that end. That is a really great ending. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I feel I strangely feel like with the next episode, it will only age better. I think. I think so too. I I think this series does pr- just ramp up pretty much every episode. I don't think there's really a back step at any point, but we'll see how you feel about it. But in the meantime, do you know what time it is, Kurt? Mister Sal, it would yes. be a foolish um, thought of me for not being able to understand the current time that we are existing within, because (laughs) if I didn't understand it, I would be made a fool in front of you and the listeners, because the time is, of course, a critical one that I think everyone has come to know and remember, as it is important uh, to the podcast scheduling. Uh, It is, of course, very important, and can't be overstated because it is you know in its own sense important but there kind of brings up the question of what is important in life and you know you can make your own opinions of that as you will see fit but we can agree that the important definition here is relatively not that important for your day-to-day life but in terms of this podcast kind of important it could go on without it actually the first few episodes did go on without it it is tv time it is TV time at long last. Uh, Kurt says that it cannot be overstated, but I'm pretty sure you did. Anyway. <laughs> All right. So what you got for us? The thing is, it's, it's the rare TV. Like not rare, These TV times for Russian dollars. It's harder for me to guess the rating of the episode that people get. Yeah. Like. Because obviously it's gonna be Nadia, all right. Like that's not that's that's like without a doubt. Now I guess I'll try guessing second place, but I really have no idea. I mean, I guess is Alan a, an option? Alan is an option. Alan, he is. So not Nadia's in first, ninety-two percent. Alan is in second, six yeah. percent. And this is uh, the lowest that uh, score that Nadia has had so far. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> but I sense, you know what? I sense she might not win next episode. I have to see for that. You know. I'll, I'm going to pre-rate next episode. Not, okay. not rating-wise, but I'm saying everyone Allen. Hopefully that doesn't influence okay. your vote, but I'm saying everyone Allen. But uh, So <laughs> okay. hold me to that. But this episode, the rating, I'll say the people gave it a five. I think the ending, because you got to remember the ending bias is an important one. Right? It's a, uh, you know, the, the, what do they call bias? Recency. Recency bias. Recency that bias. We, we coined that term, of course. No one, no one else has the recency bias. <laughs> 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 yes, of course. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, I think next to recency bias that um, uh, five. You know what? Only twenty six percent of the people gave it a five. Sixty five percent gave it a four. You know, I never really believed in the recency bias. Ah, <laughs> honestly, I thought it was just like a, you know, just so kind of some creepy science. I think because I, you know, as a kind of a minor TV time spoiler here, uh, I was always kind of shocked to see that the episodes were rated lower than I thought of Russian Doll, and I think that the TV time crowd kind of has a fixation for what the heck is going on instead of kind of enjoying the ride and 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 looking at the smaller stuff and the characters. So I, I think that and that there's some there's we need answers where, or else you're getting fours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I see an ending like this and it makes me want to give it a five. A lot of people I think see an ending like this and they get frustrated that this seemingly new element has infiltrated the That's series. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, let's say I got this all sorted out. Wait a second. Yeah. Alan has, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's probably what that is. But I disagree. I gave it a five, of course. But I think this is one of the more spectacular endings I've seen in an episode of television. So it is. Yeah, you know, it's a really good ending for an episode. Because it's, yeah. it's just a good combination of just both payoff, yeah. but also like cliffhanger and just 
oh, so much, so much, so much payoff in a way. Just that's so much yeah. having this. That's such a big payoff. I know so, it's huge. I mean, this uh, this is up there for me with like the end of the Glass Bell Arena, which is my least favorite episode of Lost this season, but oh, my favorite episode ending of Lost maybe ever. That's ridiculous. I can't really talk about because I'm not a Lost. I may need to reevaluate. Uh, I I think I got to move uh, this uh, Catch Twenty Two down a bit and maybe move <laughs> the Glass Bell Arena up a bit. I I remember, I mean, now we're not lost, but I remember telling you that there, there will be something in the episode that you will love. And yep. you have you have really ran with it because oh, despite how much you trash that episode. I, I, the, I'm I'm the gonna, gonna... device is, is... <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, an episode of Lost this week uh that I think has recalibrated my perspective of that episode quite a bit. Okay. So, so uh, okay, we'll have, we'll have to see on that. But you know, that's this week. But this week earlier, now actually, technically, if you're listening <laughs> to this, is is Russian Doll. And that's right. What's the? Oh, yeah, so Alan's routine. I gave my prediction. I think yep. we will not be seeing uh, Nadia until the very end. Okay. The two circumstances are either this is leading up to what we just saw, or it is directly after what we just saw but either way we'll see nadia not that i don't think it's that bold of a prediction but okay uh, all right huh, let me think here uh and i guess also one thing is alan routine has characters that inter- uh, intersect with nadia's routines such as farron i think farron will we will see him independently with alan Ferran, the Ferran, the, Ferran. the owner of the owner of the owner of the deli Yes. Gotcha. He's the owner? Okay. I don't know if he worked there. I, the I think he's the owner. I'm, okay. I'm maybe not, Got but it. I think he is. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, no. Fran, though. Fran and him will interact. Don't know why I feel like that, but I just. Yeah, I'm going to say, what, what, where are you getting that from? It seems, that seems to be pulled out of nowhere, but. Soul Read. Soul Read. Okay. Have you ever performed a Soul Read, Mr. Sal? I, are you reading my soul right now? No. Nah, or are you reading read. the soul of the showrunners? Just the soul. Just reading the soul. Oh, okay. That that narrows it down. Soul of humanity. Just just reading it. Okay. That's what I got. That's, All right. That's so I, from it. Should, should, I should write these predictions down, shouldn't I? No, you don't have to. Because if, if no, I will, I'll, I'll remember them. And then if I got them right, uh, no, you I'll won't remember. You, you'll remember them if you got them right. Yeah, that's what so, I said. Yeah. And that's so you're that gonna matters, say right? Nadia at the end only. Yeah. And you're gonna say. Ferran, how how should I say this? Ferran is in both of their worlds. Is that what you're saying? Or yeah, well, we know he's in Nadi, so um, uh, you can say um, what Alan knows of Ferran. Okay, all right, got it. Independent of Nadia, I don't know if him and Nadia will meet. Nadia will introduce him, yeah. but independent. I of see Nadia, what you're saying. Yeah, he knows Ferran. All right, just, got just it. So happens to be the the corner shop, convenience deli, whatever you want to call it that they uh, both attend. So, got it. All right, uh, I've written it down. You're locked you in. I have a good feeling All about right. this. Okay. I think I think if I feign confidence, it'll happen. Ah, uh, okay. That is honestly, that is not a bad strategy in most scenarios. Feigning confidence usually makes things go better. Well, will it work in this case? At a, I, I'm pretty sure predetermined uh, yeah. <laughs> episode that I have no sway over. Uh, nope. Literally, it's already been made. Like I'm just, I'm just experiencing it for what it is. But we'll have to see. So, all right. Uh, I. All right. Well, we'll look forward to it. See on the episode. Yeah. But. Yeah, we'll look forward to it next week. Uh, I, I do love this next episode too. Like I said, I think it just gets. The series just gets progressively better at the, from, I, from this point forward. I'm the most excited for this next episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Because yep. I feel like, <laughs> I don't know how long to do this. My, my presumption, which I guess maybe I haven't said this, is that Alan has been in this, either he's been in the time loop for the same time, I'm just calling it a time loop, but whatever is going on okay. here. He's either been in it for the same time as uh, Nadia, or he's been in it for much longer. Ah, so okay. perhaps he's some sort of 
master of the trade or just needs, I, I don't know <laughs> what, but I just feel like I some sort of gut feeling, just another soul read perhaps that he's been in it for um much longer, but he might have maybe whatever caused Nadia to have it caused him to start having it. I don't know. Huh? Okay. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll go with I'll go with Alan's been in it longer than Nadia. Does, should I write that down as a prediction too? Yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. For, for <laughs> All right. Or I also predict your favorite color is gold. Oh, well, that is correct. Look at that. <laughs> I'm predicting that pretty well. So did I will that into being by predicting it confidently? Or did I just predict the right? I'm pretty sure you just had prior knowledge. Mm, no, no. <laughs> I think I think I willed it into being. I don't think your favorite color was gold. But my, I said it with such confidence that now it is your favorite color. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, man. All right. Well, folks, we will look forward to talking to you next week. But in the meantime, please do email us with any questions or comments. Uh, tell us how much you're enjoying the show or hating the show, although we'd prefer to hear that you're enjoying it at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Of course, if you're enjoying the show, please do share it around and give us those five-star ratings that we love so much. And please do subscribe, follow whatever the appropriate verbiage is in your podcast downloader of choice. But we will look forward to talking to you next week, folks, when we cover season one, episode four, Alan's Routine.